Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome to the Artist Spotlight Series on Brown Skin Speaks Radio. I am your host for this evening, Wednesday, August 11th, and I go by the name Brown Skin. To say she was just another soul singer would be an understatement. Releasing her first worldwide album earlier this year called Exit E, Edna V's vibes are eclectic, vibrant, and universal. Her songs take you back to familiar places while her voice elevates your heart and soul like the first time you fell in love with your first love song. A perfect blend of Indie Irie and Jasmine Sullivan, her music is that breath of fresh air. Here to join me tonight to discuss her album, her inspirations, and what is next is Miss Esnazi. Hey, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for joining me this evening. Such a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Is the connection well? Do, do I sound fine? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Okay, <laughs> perfect. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure that we have a good connection. Good, 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 good. Now, I have to say, first and foremost, I love your voice and your vibe. When I said I was zoned out listening to your entire album, <laughs> um, I, I mean, I really, really liked it. I really liked it. Um, thank you, you so much. <laughs> No problem. <laughs> when did you know, when did you really know singing and becoming an artist was what you wanted to do? Uh, um, you know, I I always performed as a child. Um, you know, yeah. I had my first performance when I was three years old in this black Wisconsin pageant in Milwaukee. So I guess the performing side was always in me. You know, my mother told me I always sang around the house. And uh, my parents always listened to such an eclectic, like, blend of music, like, you know, from everybody, you know. So I always I always sang as as a as a child, but it wasn't until I was in high school that I I guess I kind of figured out that I had vocal ability and talent. Cuz I recall very vividly as like a young child, I could not sing. <laughs> I could not sing. I didn't have any like vocal talent. You know how yeah. some young kids you can hear it early on like, "Wow, they have a good voice." It wasn't like that at all. I um in high school, it just something it just came out. I don't know if I was just touched with the talent one day. It's like I basically woke up one day and could sing, and it was ever since that moment, I, I just knew, I was like, oh, my God, I can sing, and I just started working on my craft and, you know, joining choir and all that, and here I am today. <laughs> yeah, so you basically do everything that you needed to do. You just started doing after you realized your aha moment on, on your, your vocal ability. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, you said you're from Milwaukee, right? Yes. But you moved to New York. How has that that journey been for you? It has been quite the journey. Um, you know, Milwaukee. I believe it. <laughs> Milwaukee, small town, Midwest, an entirely different culture as far as music is concerned, demographics, the the whole nine. So coming to New York was definitely a culture shock for me, but it was a good one. Yeah. And I decided to move here because I figured if I could conquer New York, you know, like the saying goes, if you can do it in New York, you can do it anywhere, and, and that's basically right, what right. I feel now. Um, there's so many talented people in New York, and to be able to stick out amongst such a crowd of people is an accomplishment in itself. So, you know, New York is just, it's the place to be for, um, you know, what I'm doing right now, and I'm really enjoying the journey, and I've learned so much. I've learned so much and met so many wonderful people in my time here, so it's been a great, it's been a great journey, great experience. What, that, that's what I was curious about, the people that you ran into as far as, have, you know, have, what type of producers have you worked with? Um, are you 
performing, you know, where uh, locally at some of these venues and, and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Well, I moved here knowing one producer by the name of Fulani Hart. He was from Milwaukee. Him and I worked on my first project, which was never released on an album, Uncommon Ground, but it, you know, got, got kind of a lot of a buzz on the underground scene. And then coming forth to this new album, Exidy, produced by Michelle Coons, who was my guitar player um, when I was performing um, songs live from the Uncommon Ground album, and it kind of just grew into this whole concept album where uh, music became kind of like guitar-based. A lot of the songs have a lot of guitar in it because he's a guitar player, and um, it was born out of us doing like just acoustic performances. I was doing a lot of acoustic gigs all around New York for a while, and then we were like, you know what, maybe we should record something, and the project grew from that that place. So now, um, you said as far as performing, I'm actually performing in Atlanta next week as part of a Soul okay. Shack concert series, doing three right. shows down there. And um, my first show, I've been actually doing gigs outside of New York, but my first New York performance will be at the Williamsburg Film Festival this fall in September. Oh, so. congratulations. And that's so funny because I'm moving to New York as well, so I definitely want to come check you out. And um, I will be there in September, so you definitely got to keep me posted on that. I'm excited. Perfect. I will. <laughs> yes, my website is launching this week, so all the information will be on my website, um, snivy.com. So, you know, everyone can go there and check for show info and everything that's going on with me. So That's good. And, um, and the funny thing is you said your first project, because I was actually going to get into that. I saw that you had on Common Ground. You know, why wasn't it released, or is it is there is it floating around on the Internet somewhere where people can – you know, check that out, you know, how did that come about and, and, and um, are you still doing things from, from that album or is that just kind of a get to know Esnavi? Um, it was it was sort of like my introduction. Um, yeah. We met with some record labels, had some interest, nothing really came of it. So it was pretty much right. like an underground uh, underground project. You know, we were burning CDs in the apartment, selling them and, you know, giving them out from the apartment. So it never really went on iTunes. At some point in time, um, you know, we may revisit that music and re-release it down the line. But right now, no, I'm not performing anything from um, that project at all. It's like I'm just focused on, like, the new stuff now. But, I mean, it was really good. So at some point I probably will revisit it and perform some of those songs live or maybe, you know, we'll re-release some of the music from off of that project, but it's it's not available. If you if it leaks, it would have to leak from somebody who has it, who like bought the album from it from one of those shows and burned it and then oh, got it on LimeWire or something like that. Right, right. <laughs> <Other than> that <laughs> yeah. That'll probably be the only way. But other than that, yeah, it's just on um, it's uh, totally underground. Okay, okay. Now, like I said to you earlier, you know when I was listening to um, your album, and I have to shout out Sean Rock at. Um, Yes, yes, Sean Rocky. Because he, or E1, E1 Entertainment, he, he was like, you know, you got to listen to Esnavi. And I'm like, okay, 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 you know, I'll check it out. And the first single that I heard, which I actually fell in love with, was Electric Fantasy. I said, okay, well, let me sit down and really listen to her album. <laughs> and from song to song to song, I mean, again, I, you know, when, when I get um, artists, uh, links and, and stuff like that. I try to keep an open mind because I, I just I really never know what to expect anymore. And I was really taken back by your album. I really 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 enjoyed it and left with a few saves. But when you came out with Exit E earlier this year, what expectations or what goal and vision did you have in mind when when you were writing this, as well as you know uh, co-producing it? 
Okay. Well, first off, let's give a shout-out to Sean Rock as well. He has been instrumental in, like, helping me get this project <laughs> yeah. out there. So thank you so much, Sean Rock. Much love to you. I definitely appreciate that. <laughs> yes. and, and to you, I mean, thank, I'm so glad. Like, whenever I give feedback, like, everything that you said to me so far about the, the music, it, it really makes me feel so happy and proud and achieved in a sense because that's what I set out to do. Like, I wanted to right. create a project that – the majority of the people who listen to it feel the exact same way that you feel about it, the way that I feel about it. And yeah. the fact that you said that you got into a zone and you fell in love with it, like, thank you. I'm glad that you get the music, like, you know, that that's the whole purpose of it. So right, I'm happy right. that you're on the same page with it. That's that. And so um, creating this project and the whole, you know, writing, because I write all of my music, um, it started off, like I said, we kind of went from doing the gigs, just doing acoustic shows from the old stuff and kind of just going in the studio vibing. Everything was pretty much impromptu. And, you know, my guitar player, he would play a melody. I'd start humming something, come up with some words. And a lot of the songs of this album were born that way. So at first it wasn't a concept album. But as things began to grow and as I was going through things, because, you know, all the stuff that I write is inspired by real-life situations, um, you know, society or just my imagination. So most everything I write about is stemmed from a real place for the most part. Mm-hmm. And as the music was growing, it started to feel like a journey to me. I was like, okay, this music is feeling like a trip. Like, wow, like, okay, we went from here to there to this to that. I'm covering different topics, different content, different approach, different different delivery. Wow. You know, it, it, it became this entire concept of this journey, which I title as Exit E, which is like my stop on the musical highway, because I feel like from the beginning to the end, when you put this CD in, you really go on a journey. You're not getting the same thing on every song. It's not the same tempo. I'm not talking about the same stuff. It doesn't have the same beat. It's really a musical and vocal True. journey, a trip. And so yeah. that's how that's how this project was born and, and that's what was created. And I'm I'm happy to say that um, you know, since the release, the feedback that I've been getting has been extremely positive. It's been so beautiful. A little bit overwhelming because I don't want to say every single person who's heard the album reaches out and has wonderful feedback, but the majority of the people who have gotten this album have really, really been pleased with the overall product quality and sound. So yeah, and I got everything that you just said. I got that. I got that. Um, I got the vibe, and 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 that's why I said because I, I was actually talking to. Um, to Sean Rock about it, I was like, you know, this album is giving me everything right now. <laughs> you know, like, you know, it was a really solid album. Like, your album actually just reminded me of an album that I would go to a music store or, you know, an electronic store and pick up. You know, I, I, that's, wow, that's, that's how thorough your album sounded as if, you know, like, I've heard you something before, and, and when you said a lot of the stuff with acoustic, I said, yes, I said, she's giving me indie Irie, but she has that strong you know, knee deep in your soul, Jasmine uh, Sullivan type voice, and 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 it was just strong, almost. You know, if, if it was one of those songs, you could even, you know, your eyes would water, like you're tearing up, like she knows where I'm coming from. Like it was, it was just, it was, it was really that good. And I don't really stress, you know, a lot of people's albums like that, and and I don't, you know, lie either. I just, I really liked your album. Um, 
That's just dope. Like, I'm, I feel every time, I'm telling you, every time when people give me feedback on the album, and it's like I used to, it's just, I feel so blessed because when you set out to do something and you set a goal for yourself and, you know, you want things to be received a certain way, and especially in the industry, I mean, you know, there's a lot going on right now. And like I said, one of my missions as an artist is to come in and revive the music industry in the sense of just bringing something that's a little bit different than what's going on, but something that's familiar. So it's like it's all stemming from a soulful place, you know, stemming from my soul and coming from a real place, but just delivering it in like a different, more refreshing way and, you know, just taking chances, certain songs, doing things a little bit differently. And then like with my live show, my live show is just, oh, my God, you have to see me perform live. It's an extension of what you hear on the CD, but live it's even taken to another place. You know, it's kind of like we take the live show to even a different level. So it's like it's it's what you hear on the album, but then you're getting the live energy interpretation of it. So it's like we take it even to a further place. So with with that, it's just you know, it's just it's just a blessing that you you feel it like I feel, and that I feel that what I set out to do is being achieved and that I am reaching the listeners and I am touching them because I I want people to feel a certain kind of way when they listen to my music. I want to evoke emotions. I want you to be able to put me on and and let me fit in any environment and any sort of emotion that you're feeling at that time, you know? So it's, yeah, hence Exit E, just back to the whole project. That's that's (laughs) what I set out to do. So I'm glad to know that that I um, I, I did that. Yeah, no, I was like, this girl can sing, not sing, but sing, you know. <laughs> Do you get compared, and, I, and, you know, to you, to, well, at least to me, you were in NDIRE and Jasmine and Sullivan, the perfect blend. Uh, but do you get compared to a lot of artists when they hear you? Because, again, if I went into this album blindly, I would have thought Jasmine Sullivan came out with a new album or some of her songs were leaked. You know, do you do you hear that you're, like, uh, um, different comparisons a lot with, with a lot of R&B singers? I get a lot of comparisons. I can say with this project, I hear NDIRE musically because of the guitar, and there's yeah, I guess there's not a lot yeah. of um, you know singers that have done like um, female R&B soul singers, what have you, that have done uh, albums with the acoustic guitar. So I think that's why NDIRE name sticks out a lot. I've heard you know my tone is reminiscent of hers. I mean Lauren Hill, um, Jasmine Sullivan. Some people yep. even said, like, the vibe. Uh, some people said uh, Jill Scott, Eric Badu. I mean, people say a whole lot of different people. So, I mean, some oh, older yeah. people feel like they get a Gladys Knight vibe, some fish out of the So it's, like, all over the board. It's kind of like I have a little bit of everything within it. But, okay. yeah, so I, I, get, I, get, I, hear, I hear all kinds of um, different, different uh, opinions on who I remind them of. But the dope thing about it is, they're all good singers, whoever they're comparing right, me to, and they're all right, people who are successful. Right. So I'm like, hey, you know what? If I remind you of someone who won, like, eight Grammys, that's what's up. <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely what's up. <laughs> um, now, who are some of your, your favorites that may have influenced you and your sound um, now? Oh, well, I mean, there's a lot. We stem from, like, Childhood, like my parents listened to everything from Stevie Wonder to Cindy Lauper. Um, as I was developing my vocal ability, I mean, uh, Nita Baker, um, Shaka Khan, Gladys Knight, Donny Hathaway, I'm a huge fan of his. Okay. Uh, Kim Burrell, Lauren Hill, uh, more like recent times. Um, Coldplay, 
Like I even get inspiration from Coldplay. Like they're okay, they're okay. Dope. Yeah, they're they're dope. Um, well, uh, Sade, I get a lot of inspiration from her because I I love how she writes and interprets love. Like it's amazing. Like I will sit and listen to her albums like an entire day, just in <laughs> awe at her lyrics. Like, wow, did you just say that? Like you really you know, parallel love this way and, you know, her writing skills. So she's very inspirational to me. Um, Prince is just a musical genius in the sense of just uh-huh. being able to play instruments. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like, wow, if I could do it all over again, I would love to be able to play, like, 15 instruments too. So, yeah, I draw, I draw a lot of inspiration from all those artists that I just mentioned. And just, you know, even the ones that I can't think of right now, I draw inspiration from pretty much everything. You know, um, of course, I have my favorites that I like to listen to and zone out to and do my thing. But I um, I draw a lot of inspiration from, from everybody and everything. There's just so much energy out there, and I just pull so much. And that's probably why you hear that in my music, too. It's just like a little bit of everything, a little bit of right. everything. And I did, very eclectic. Um, now, where do you see yourself, your music, your sound in the next few months and even the next few years? You know, how do you... How will you obtain longevity in this, you know, shaky industry? Yes, the shaky the industry is a very <laughs> shaky. Um, well, what what we're what we're trying to do now is reach the overseas market, which I have been successful in doing. That I actually um, became a certified international top forty recording artist in July. Okay. My song Morning Dew reached number thirty nine on the top forty charts. So. I am making a little bit of noise. Thank you. (laughs) I am making a little bit of noise overseas, which is great. So within the next few months, I definitely want to see my awareness and um, things going on overseas to a little bit higher level, gaining more fan base overseas. Um, I definitely feel by the end of the year, this project will probably have a much higher and greater reach with um, I have a lot of big shows coming up, and the project is – getting to a lot of different radio stations. So by the end of the year, I definitely see my music and would love for my music to be in steady rotation on several um, several radio stations. And I have a shout-out to um, Boogie Bang, WMSE, uh, back home, because they've been playing my song since the album first came out, and they've been very supportive. Oh, so nice. I've gotten some, you know, getting some um, radio play back home and in several other markets around the country. But by the end of the year, I definitely definitely would like to see the music in steady rotation. As far as the next few years, I mean, a Grammy would be nice. Uh, a distribution deal would be nice. Um, yeah. You know, and just being able to tour and make a very lucrative living by, you know, performing and recording music, that that's what I see in the next few years myself. So I'm definitely working toward making that happen and, and making that's not if not a household name, a neighborhood name, you know what I'm saying? Every every household doesn't have to know me, but, you know, if I can write down a, a journey of the neighborhood, <laughs> that'll be good. That'll be dope. So, yeah. Nice. I could see that, and I wish you well on that journey. Um, now, for, for listeners, um, maybe, you know, tuning in and, and just kind of stumbling across your album, what, what songs, uh, would you say define um, your sound? I mean, I know it's, it's the whole album, but if they were to mm-hmm. say, "Hey, I just want to listen to two tracks, maybe even three mm-hmm. tracks," what would what would those tracks be? If you had to listen, to, wow, 
Yeah, I know it's probably tough. Is that the three songs that would give you, uh, like, if you, you know, had a snapshot, like, let me get a snapshot of SMV right quick. I would say um, Someday, which is track number eight. Yes. Electric Fantasy. Yes. (laughs) Electric Fantasy, and I would probably say Ding Ding. Those three songs give a really good snapshot of the versatility of my voice and the different sounds of the music, and those are kind of like three totally different songs that you typically wouldn't find on the same album. Like, you wouldn't find those three songs on the same album. So (laughs) I think that would be um, a quick snapshot. But that's pretty – that's a hard question. (laughs) I know it is. Usually it is. Now, what do you want um, people to remember about you or even when they hear your name as Navi? What should resonate to, to, you said, to listeners and fans? You said what? I'm what sorry. You, you said no, what? What do you want listeners? Yeah, what do you want listeners to remember about you, your music, just your name? What should resonate when they hear the name as Navi? They should... <laughs> I'm like, yeah. what do I think? Because, you know, the SNIV actually stands for something, and that's like an acronym in a sense, and that's too much to, to think of. But, you know, it stands for Collective, Soulful, Natural, Authentic, Vivacious, and Intriguing. And I encompass all those things as an artist and as a person. So I don't know. When you think of SNIV, you should think of something that's very pure and real, like a, a real right. artist coming from a real place. It's not fluff. It's not a make-believe person or image to an extent. It's like a, a real artist that's just coming to deliver something real, just coming from a real truthful place, truthful, pure yeah. spirit. Um, that That's the only thing I can think of right now at the top of my head. And, um, okay, and and you said S-L-I-V stands for so there's an acronym for that. So, yeah, what is that again? It's eclectic, soulful, natural, authentic, vivacious, and intriguing. I like that. Okay. So yeah. it's like, you know, it's, it's all those things is what makes S-L-I-V. It's like a musical spirit. It's beyond just a person. It's kind of like the energy that I possess and and share with the world through my music, so... I can dig it. I can dig that. Now, what what are ways, you know, people can hear your album and keep in touch with you? You said the, the website is launching. The website is launching this week. So as of Saturday, people will be able to go to www.esnavi.com and get all the information on me. I mean, if you go there now, you get all my contact information on my email. Um, I'm on Facebook. My fan page is facebook.com slash esnavi. MySpace.com slash SNIV Music. You can go there and check out five songs from the album in their entirety. If you'd like to support and purchase the album, the album is available on iTunes and Amazon MP3. It's Exit E by SNIV, E-S-N-A-V-I. And um, I'm on Twitter as well, twitter.com slash SNIV. So the website is like your one-stop shop. If you just go to the website, www.snav.com. You'll get all the information there, and like I said, the website launches this weekend. So all the shows, all of my um, new press, any articles, any shows, appearances. I'm going to have some new videos uploaded, photos, the whole 
everything. All of the social network links are going to be all there on the website. So that would be probably the best way to keep up with me and get in contact with me and come see a show. Yes, and so I'm, I'm going to have to give you, um, of course, offline, but I'm going to have to give you my contact information so I can link up with you when I get up there. Yes. Um, yes you got to kick it. <laughs> when are you coming? When are you coming? Um, hopefully the end of this month I will be up there um, doing my thing as well. So, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Perfect, 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 yes. Um, so I have to say thank you so much for joining me, Esnavi. Thank you for pleasure. having me. Thank you for having me. You're great. I'm glad. I'm you glad you. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad you like the music again. Uh, you know, every time again when I when I talk to someone and they feel the music, like I appreciate it. I'm glad that um, yeah. you like it, and I can't I wait for you to see a live show because then you really don't yeah. know. Like, okay, like what's up? We got a this girl has to get a yes. distribution deal. She has like it. We have to get the music to the masses. Like that's the we mission right to, now. Yes. We have to. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I feel that. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I gotta say thank you to the listeners as well. You can catch this episode and other archive shows podcasting on iTunes by searching Brown Skin in your iTunes store, spelled B R N S K N, or my website brownskin.com. dot com. Um, join in on the discussion by emailing me info at brownskin.com. dot com. Until next time, Brown Skin speaks. You have a good evening, ladies.